Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. Andy Kindler returns to the show. He's been on once before. I've never had someone on three times, He's and I've had very few people on two times, but he's one of the very few people. You don't need to hear any of that. Anyway, I actually have a show to promote, a Zoom uh, crowd work show, Todd Berry, the virtual crowd work tour. You can go on to eventbrite.com and get tickets. It's going to be um, June 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Tickets are really moving fast. I'm not just saying that. So if you want in, you should do that. It might be fun, right? I hope it's fun. And uh, I think that's it. We'll be back with Andy Kindler. Hi, Andy. We're going to start this again. I think it's going to be good this time. How are you? What? 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 Oh, um, you don't have an how, official opening to your show? No, no. I'm going to record that separately. Oh, that's see, you're a professional. I'm I'm okay. I feel good. I'm uh, starting to feel the effects of of z- too much Zoom activity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you Are you doing a lot of Zoom? Oh, I just was on the. I don't want to make you feel bad, but I just recorded the Greg Fitzsimmons show. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't want you to make you feel bad because you you were later in the day. Well, actually, you were yesterday. Uh, but uh, I've been doing a lot of these remote things because I'm, I know I'm not going to see people, but it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> yeah it's, it's not the same. I mean, this, now that I moved closer to my router, it's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't realize that you had such a cheap, chintzy <laughs> setup <laughs> that it required you to be near your router as if you had a wireless headset that was analog <laughs> to your TV. Like you're listening to your TV through your headset. Andy, let me ask you this. What did you do today that today, you can talk about? I can talk about everything. Um, right. You know, I've had, I mean, I've had, I can, I don't know if I can top you with family deaths, but I think I can keep <laughs> up with you. <laughs> yeah. Are you down to one? I'm down to one rel, uh, immediate relative left. Yeah, me too, I think. I think. That's how you know you're... Now, you're a much younger man than me. I am... A you years, are yeah. one of the... Well, I think maybe 12 years. I'm Oh, no, like, no. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so happy when I get anybody who can even get into my... Do you remember uh, Slinky? Come on, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Slinky. But you probably also remember Pogs or something like that that I don't remember. No. Pogs. Trapper um, Keeper? Did you have a Trapper Keeper? I knew about Trapper. I don't think I ever owned a Trapper I think Trapper okay, so Keeper was too fancy for me. <laughs> uh, brought to you by, brought to you by oh, Coke. Are you drinking one of those mini cans of Coke? Yeah, it, it, I, like I like them. I like them. Yeah, I, I, my mini diets. It makes me feel like, all right, I'm just giving myself a little treat. <laughs> I'm not eating, drinking st- a whole fucking can. Do you still stand behind your, uh, <laughs> your statement that people who say they hate Pepsi but they like Coke... They're liars because it's the same thing. Um, I don't remember. I know I used to do a joke about that, but I that I liter- that's a literally a twenty-five-year-old joke. Wow, well, the joke was like, uh, I like these people go, I hate, I hate diet, <laughs> diet Pepsi. I only like, I only like, no, no, I hate Pepsi. I only like Coke. Oh, really? You hate. Something that tastes exactly the same as the thing you love. Was that the joke? Was that my yeah, joke? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Wow, that's a shitty joke. I didn't joke do it if, as good. That was a- no, no, it was better. It was better. It was a very, very good joke. Don't go by my delivery. <laughs> <laughs> don't go by your ruining of the joke. Yeah, you know that I don't do you well because I don't. I don't know how to do impressions, but here's if I'm doing Todd. I go Todd. 
I'm tired. That's not you. Hi, hi, hi. That's more like the guy from Andy and Mayberry. <laughs> That's me if I was about to, if I was about to die. It sounds like right. But sometimes you know you play up your difference in energy level. You use that not as a cudgel, but you're aware of it. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Everybody, come down to where I am. What you do is harder than what I do, and when I say what you do, I mean making a living. <laughs> oh man! Now you're breaking my heart. No, no, I'm doing. I'm okay. I'm okay because I've uh, I lost enough family members that I have a nice nest egg. Not really. I'm lying about that. I thought my mother. And now I don't want to get everybody depressed, but we thought we would make a lot of money selling my mother's house. But my mother uh, lived a long time, and she she liked food and all this crap. And now we're trying to sell her house. In the worst climate ever, it's not a good time to sell a house right now. What was the connection between your mother liking food and selling her house? I miss I miss something. Oh, okay. The joke there would be, if there was a joke, the joke would be, she lived too long and she kept eating things and consuming oh. things. Oh, okay. She, like she's getting into my inheritance. I see what you're saying. That kind of humor, which I'm not comfortable with, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like uh, a state humor. Talk, we don't have to talk about uh. Our Death. mutual You don't deceased. like it. I live on it. I live. <laughs> I thrive. It's, it's, it's like self, self-schadenfreude. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, go ahead? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you me. go to therapy today? Yes, I did. I did phone therapy. I do phone. Th- well, of course, we're all doing. Uh, nobody's doing in-person things that I know of. But I no. do phone therapy twice a week. And the thing that's amazing about it is I've gotten used to it a lot more now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I used to be, I liked being in person much better, even though that could make me nervous. But on the phone, I would feel more. Two weird. times a week. Oh, I've been going two times a week since I got into therapy. That's right. I'm a really needed, I'm a, I'm a, a, a special case. Do you ever. Very, I'm going to pretend I've never been to therapy. No, I've been to therapy. Do you ever, because sometimes I've gone and I'm like, I don't know what I want to talk about today. And kind of like 15 minutes in, you're like, fuck, what a, it's like when you're, when you're headlining before your time. That's, uh, that is definitely a uh, side effect of what we do for a living. And that's one of the things that makes people like us probably harder to deal with in therapy because we do probably, no matter what we think, we do still think we're putting on a show. I mean, that's the huh. way I think sometimes. Are you funny with your therapist? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm comfortable. So I'm not doing a lot of the things where I early on, which was trying to make, you know, like, Hey, I'm a sick person, but I'm a pretty great sick person. Aren't I? Don't yeah. you enjoy, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't do, uh, I'm not worried about that anymore about like what she thinks of me. And, and, and so what, what was the question? This is one of my um, things. I get anxiety because I, I, I forgot what you said. I forgot what I said. I fuck. Do you talk Thera- about with your therapist? Do you? Oh, I'm running out of time. Oh, do you ever run out of stuff to talk about? Yes. Okay. So the, here's the thing. We think we have to put on a show. So now I'm delving into that. One of the things that, because it's psychoanalysis, it's kind of almost Freudian, but not Freudian, is that you're really kind of examining how you relate to people. So I've spent three, three and a half years just talking about like uh, making talk about the fact that I want her to like me or you know what I mean it's like you 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 start to substitute the therapist for uh put them in a pedestal or make them the answer so so I've spent a long time getting more and more relaxed in that environment where I do less of that stuff you know so so you don't run out of stuff to talk about though I do well what I do is I, I I try to change out of the mode of thinking I have to come in with a set this is a lifelong struggle for me, Todd. My whole <laughs> life, as I'm talking to you now, like I didn't make notes for this, but I might have been liable to make notes or something. I mean, I do that less with interviews, yeah. but I do think I have to t- to remember things to talk about. And so that's part of the me wanting to be loved and me thinking that I'm lovable if my therapist says I'm okay. Because that's, you know, and that's a trap. All of those things are a trap. Ultimately. Is she expensive? So, here's the thing that's amazing, Todd. I am in a, <laughs> in a, a union. I don't know if you're aware of this. You probably don't deal with this much. But I'm, I perform a lot as an actor. 
So yeah. I'm in the screen, uh, screen Actors Guild. Okay, I'm, I'm, let me drop out of that character because it's very obnoxious. That's the yeah. lording it over you character. No, I'm, we both have the same insurance, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Do you have SAG? I do. Okay. I go twice a week and it's covered uh, until I, I pay my, my deductible. It's the, the greatest insurance. I don't know if it was something that personally came from God to help me. But I, I pay up to my deductible. Yes, yeah. she files the paperwork. She's in network, huh? That's good. No, she's not in network. Not in network. Then no they shouldn't be in... paying the whole thing. What's that? Because uh, uh, not to get into a great insurance conversation, but... What I insurance conversation network, is it? I don't think out of network they would pay everything. Uh, I don't exactly know. No, no, they don't pay everything. They don't you pay just, everything. That's it. You just contradicted uh, yourself. No, no. I have the kind of insurance that once I meet my deductible, yeah. I don't pay after that. Now, maybe she takes a reduced rate. I don't exactly know how it works. Yeah. But the, pro the point is twice a week, very <laughs> little out of pocket. Look at me. I look good. <laughs> I lo I'm not like you. I'm not like you. Oh, maybe I don't know what to talk about during therapy. I feel good. <laughs> I, have yeah, I feel a nice, like you could probably uh, fill the time. <laughs> well, a lot of times I'll do, I don't know if you do this, but I always say, what else do I want to talk about? What else is in the news? <laughs> Occasionally I'll say. That is always bums me out. I, I don't know if I've done that ever on stage. I may have, but that's always a bummer when some, a comic does that. I don't know why that. What else is what in else the news? Or yeah. not even what, no, what, no, what, what else is What else do I want to talk about? about? Yeah, what else do I want? What else? What else? It's yeah. a thing that you could see would be a bad habit that you'd have to drop. Yeah, it's just that bad habit. It's like laughing after your jokes. How do you feel about when you get introduced by an MC? Do you say, let's hear it for? I tend to have the, I tend to not be able to get out of sounding like every uh, performer in the history of time. So I, I will say things like, he's still in the room, let him know you can't, but then I'll bring attention to the fact that it's ridiculous. So yeah. I think I do do, keep it going. Let's keep it going for Todd Barry. One more time for Todd Barry. And I then just I'm feel off. like I probably used to do it. I, I don't really do it anymore because I feel like, well, I don't do comedy anymore. But when I did, I feel <laughs> like you're just, uh, you're kind of browbeating the audience to applaud for someone who's getting applause all night anyway. It, it doesn't, seems a little forced. All, that's the other thing that therapy has uh, uh, changed in me is that I think of everything I can get into a mode through therapy that everything I'm saying sounds forced it all sounds forced keep it going uh, anything you say that you're like uh, indicates you're not connected <laughs> and that's what all those things sound like folks come on so one more time one more time for Todd Barry so all you're saying is all this therapy has made you more self-conscious as a performer? That's what is actually part of the process is that for a time period, it did make me, like when I, I have OCD, yeah. I have a, a really great case of it. So when I, when I started comedy, a year into comedy, this is what happened. I did it for a year, year and a half, and then every night I would go on stage, I'd say, I am holding them, not, I wouldn't say this, I would think, I'm holding the mic in my right hand. I'm gesturing with my left hand. Now I will transfer it back and I will look over there. I'm not in the moment. This is, so I did that. I went through that for a long time. So you time. monitored yourself kind of. Monitored myself. And that's what happens in therapy. You start because you have an observer all the time. I have a voice all the time that's saying, how am I, am I interrupting Todd too much? Uh, am I being anno too annoying? You know, that's that's how I regulated myself my whole life. That would be a double yes, by the way. <laughs> be a yes, no, that's yes. the truth. You know, even though I was parented wrongly, the the information was correct. I was annoying. <laughs> I was obnoxious. I didn't deserve to live. <laughs> wow. Well, no, that's not the way it was. I I, I didn't get maternal uh, love for my mama because oh. she was de very depressed. And as I've been saying all week, I hope she's not listening tonight. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, she was not maternal. And I didn't realize this until I was an adult. She just wasn't. She was very depressed. And I love her as a person, but I didn't get that as a kid. So I was very, 
needy. Yeah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> I, don't I know, know you don't laughing. like to talk about personal things, but you do know that, like, if like I always felt abandoned from an early age. I would write notes to, from camp. Don't forget to pick me up on this day and date. I'd write twelve or thirteen letters like that, and my parents didn't think maybe this kid needs a little therapy. Are you uh, on anti-anxiety medicine? I'm on uh, forty milligrams of Prozac. Wow, you told me the milligrams. That's, that's good. well. I I thought we're I thought we're I thought this was real, man. I no, it is we're... real. I just thought that's a very specific. Instead of just saying I'm on Prozac, you told me the yeah. dosage. I always say things that are a little off-putting. <laughs> no, you ask me, am I on Prozac? I go, I'm on 400 milligrams. Interesting. I felt you guilty asking it. you. I felt guilty asking you, but we've been pretty open, or you were anyway. What does Prozac do? What it does is it's an SSRI, a serotonin uptake rehibitor type thing. What it does is it decreases uh, the OCD. It decreases. It, it, it decreases the intensity of the OCD and the intensity of the obsessive compulsive behavior. What is your compulsive behavior? Well, was my compulsive behavior was tweeting and then seeing what people thought about me, getting into an argument, uh, exposing myself on social media, uh, you know, getting into arguments with robots, getting mad if I thought people were bigots, trying to argue with everybody because I didn't realize I was arguing with my father, and all this kind of stuff. So that was my that was my rock bottom with social media. It had affected my my life. It made me like. Uh, paralyzed. I didn't do anything. But you got in a fight with someone the other day, I saw. Well, that's what I call <laughs> backsliding 101. That to me was a, a, a sideways move because I kind of enjoyed it while it was happening. But I do realize it's nowheresville, my friend. It's nowheresville. <laughs> I mean, to me, I thought that was fairly okay, funny for a couple of things. But what's the point? There is no but point. That one only went. That only went back and forth like four or five times. Right? That's right. That's right. That's why I'm getting your, healthier. Do you really think that's OCD, though? I think your therapist it's, might be wrong about this. It's OCD because here's what OCD is: you, uh, 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 the compulsive behavior is the checking what people are saying about me on Twitter. That's the compulsive checking part of it. It's but an the OCD trap. Well, but no, the fighting it's a, part. Oh, the fighting part is uh, me fighting with my, a lot of that is me fighting with my dad because my dad, who I love very deeply and did give me more, you know, like affection, but he could make me feel stupid if I was arguing with him. I didn't realize this till therapy either. So I'm arguing with people online because I'm turning them into my father instead of addressing, Andy, you're not stupid. Well, maybe I am, but... If I'm not bright enough to figure it out. But the point is, that's trigger. So if you're arguing with someone and they said you were stupid and you go crazy, then it's more, isn't it more than the argument? <laughs> right? Uh, what, what, do, what do you think is not OCD about it? Well, I just think lots of people argue on Twitter and are they all doing it because they're OCD? No, absolutely. No, no, no. Also, OCD is a continuum. So, you know, if you wash your hands a lot, that's one thing. I don't have the washing your hands. Problem. I do. Okay, so that the way I think we've established you do have OCD. You do suffer from. OCD. I think I do have OCD. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been diagnosed though. Right, because I think you may be very similar. Well, you have a different thing. You happen to be very sensitive to drugs, right? To any kind of drugs. I I'm not a drug guy, but I mean. In I'm other not... words, you don't take aspirin even, or like. Oh that no, wrong. no, I'll, I'll take. Uh, I take a few, you know, prescription medications. Oh, I didn't know that. Are you on blood pressure medication? I don't am, want to yeah. Why are we talking personally when you say you didn't want to talk? I am violating I your space. You could ask me, oh, yes, I am on well, I Maxim. Tried. If, you, if, you rewind Maxim. The tape, if you rewind the tape, you would say that I tried to pivot to comedy and you went right back into therapy. So, yes, I'm on Lisinopril 2012.5. <laughs> so part of it's Lisinopril and part of it is a uh, is that old Prozac? style. No, 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 that's for my blood pressure. Okay. It's a diuretic. Um, what do you do to lower your blood pressure? I take a number of different items. Do you do anything like beyond yes, that? Yes, I told do you, this is a conversation we did have. Yeah, I we did have. I told you that you should be on propranolol or something similar. 
to if you wanted to. It's a beta blocker. Oh yeah, that's for uh, yeah. State, it treats anxiety. Yeah. Yes, and and stage fright. And you said you suffer not from stage fright, but I, we both have anxiety. I uh, yeah, I, I do sometimes get stage fright a little bit, depending on the situation. Right, but this public persona that you're trying to put off of you, devil may yeah. care, easy go lucky, <laughs> easy you go know, lucky. kind of easy go lucky. <laughs> wow, I know what I'm going to put in the tweet to promote that. Uh, what, is, what am I confusing? What are the two expressions I'm confusing? Happy go lucky. <laughs> I think I've been watching too many housewife shows because they mix metaphors. I love. I wish I could write them down when they happen. I love uh, Real Housewife mixed metaphors. Do you like uh, Shark Tank? I don't like that show oh, because really? I don't like Mark Cuban. But everyone says I should get over that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, get over that. <laughs> I've argued with him on Twitter. Have you really? Yeah, because he was like a, almost like a pro-Trump guy at first, and then he—he's a weird guy. He's a little too smart for that, I think. But no, he is. But he was—it's a whole long thing. But he rented out his arena when Trump first started the campaign, and he's like, "Oh, you yeah, know, let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. It'd be nice to have a corporate guy." And then he quickly realized. Yeah. So, so the guy came clean. So it's time to start watching Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is exactly what I'm working on in therapy. I judge too harshly, and therefore I miss treats like Shark Tank because I hold grudges for too long. Now, I would imagine that you hold grudges. You could hold. You could be a grudge holder like me. Um, Although you're kind of mellow in a way. I think uh, I might be. I'm not a – I mean, I, I sometimes don't let things go probably, maybe. <laughs> but I think that I still don't let things go – and the only he- the healthy thing is I go, oh, I realize I'm doing that again. I'm not quite sure why things from 40 years ago that I remember will still anger me. <laughs> it seems so silly, but at least I can say, oh, that's just what that is. I'll get over that. What, um, what kind of things send you uh, your temper, set your temper off if you have a temper? I don't mean literally. I know you're not a lunatic, but I mean. Right, right. It would be. What about uh, getting, getting lost? How about that? Well, getting lost is one of my abandonment issue things. So, yeah, that might freak me out. I might actually go regress to, <laughs> I, get, I get this. This is where I get when I'm out of cell phone range for a second or I don't know if I can find, <laughs> I start to hyperventilate because I had a couple of experiences. When I, I'll give you a perfect example of something that happened when I was a kid that, that, won't, that, it, that I dealt with in therapy. So I was like 10 years old and I was playing with my friend and I lost him him and his father and I thought I was lost so I started crying and I went then they came back said what's the matter I was so ashamed I told them that a kid had come up and tried to beat me up so then we drove around the neighborhood looking looking for a fictitious person exactly and I felt ashamed about that till I went into therapy (laughs) because therapy teaches you to have compassion whose idea what whose idea was it to do it twice a week Oh, I, I needed it when I went in. I wouldn't have kept it like that if it didn't work out so much with insurance. But I, I, I mean, it's the best thing I've ever done. I mean, it's currently the best thing I've ever done. It's the most valuable thing. All right. I wish I'd done it earlier. I don't want to do it forever, but I don't want to not, you know, I'm not counting the time. Why are you so resistant to this twice a week? I want to get you into something where you, you know what I mean, like an animal type thing. Robert, remember Robert Bly, Iron John, you go out in the woods, you put a kilt on, that kind of thing. Do you, uh, do you ever do spiritually things like that? Do you meditate? Do you, uh. I'm trying to meditate, Todd. It's hard, right? It is very hard. Because you're a serious ADD guy. I'm going to diagnose you with that. Like you have massive ADD. Like I have it, but yours is off the rails. ADD, if you, there's a book, and I recommend this book to anybody who suffers from what we suffer from, or I suffer from. It's called Delivered from Distraction. And it's a really great book where the guy tells you that OCD and ADD go together a lot. They go together a lot, and they feed off of each other. And uh, so I don't know how I got into that, but uh, listen to my advice. <laughs> Get help. <laughs> Should we talk about your album? Yes. My album, ladies and gentlemen, 
hence it's called hence the humor and it took me seven right. years seven years to put it out seven years yeah is that when it was I recorded? I recorded it in 2013 at the <laughs> UCB on Franklin. I would keep that under my hat the year that it was No, because recorded. I even put in this, I put in future jokes. That's how, because I knew when I was recording it, uh, I wasn't in therapy yet, but I knew that I was terrible with delivering projects. So I had jokes like, uh, excuse me, sir, that's a nice shirt. Did you buy that with Bitcoin? Huh? <laughs> And then I even re I even referenced President Boehner, but I didn't get that part right. <laughs> but it took me seven years because of OCD, and the only reason why it's coming out now even is because of the quarantine. Because I kept saying to myself, I want an actual, because like you, like Mr. Todd Barry, you have physical CD copies. Yeah. So for years I went, I have to do the CD copy, and I have to, and then when the quarantine hit, it's like, the last thing I want to do is hang out after shows and with people who brought their germ-ridden CD to, for me to sign. Right. I don't want to ever see an audience member again now. So I just released it digitally. I feel I, I, a tremendous weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Have you, uh, is it, are, are they playing it on Sirius? Uh, how would I feel? Oh, I hope they oh, will because there's a sound exchange, yeah. sound exchange. My sound exchange has been plummeting. So I'll oh, so you're already on there, though. Oh, I am because uh, they play the state of the industry speeches on Sirius. I think a lot of it's from Sirius. Yeah. I don't think it's from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. I bet your sound exchange is off the hook. It's I know good. it is. I know it is. You're it's getting. Pretty... And I'm the one, I don't want to blow his cover. He's probably getting sixty thousand uh, dollar checks every quarter. <laughs> no, I'm not getting sixty thousand. That would be sweet, though, right? It would be sweet, but the thing that's nice is that you have done so much material, uh, that you have so much material that that is your legacy. And that's yeah. what I wanted to have is, I don't want to die now, but what am I, you know, get it out. Get it out there. So is it selling well? Have you checked that? It was doing very, very well when it first came out on iTunes because I got reviewed in the New York Times. Ah, and I got a good that's review. Right. So I'm trying to see. I don't know. I mean, will I make any money on it? I'm, it's through AST Records, so I don't know. I have to find out. I know if they buy it directly. But I mean, I, I'm thinking a million bucks I'm going to make, maybe clear two million. <laughs> Did two million. you, uh, who paid for the recording? Uh, AST, I think the recording was $40, and I think AST Records covered the, <laughs> they, they, they fronted the money. They fronted the money. Let's not kid ourselves. You threw down $40 for uh I think we're. I think after I sell, I think I have a deal with them that looks very similar to a Comedy Central deal. No, it's not. I'll be fine. If money is to be made, is there money to be made? I'm asking you because you've done this. Um, I think there's money to be made. I think now I don't know how many people. It's just too easy to Spotify something like. Oh, that's the. Problem. And only like really nice people are going to buy it. Yeah. But the sound that's exchange. That's what I didn't realize. But the other part is sound exchange, and the other yeah, part is which you make a lot of money. Yeah. Is it's nice to have people hear my comedy. Yeah, I mean, that's I true. I, I know I'm Jewish and it's all about money, but you know what? Isn't it nice that they hear it? No, pay me, you son of a bitch. Do you, uh, maybe, and it's nice though, sometimes someone will text me a screenshot when one of my jokes comes on. You know, That's cool. Yeah. You are, do you realize this, Todd Barry, that you are a, a, a you are a, a icon you are a comedy icon and you exist in popular culture that you only tell jokes like Todd Barry only people people recognize that and uh, and that's why you're where you are and I'm sitting <laughs> in a hovel with a green screen and a flare and is that a, a green hooker. screen no it's just a wall oh sorry Susan. <laughs> <laughs> how many bedrooms you got there Oh, I own, and I own it, folks. I don't know. If you live in New York where Todd lives, you have co-ops. I don't know what you do over there. But I have yeah, a condo. You do? Condo. Yes. Is it like a high-rise? No. It's only three floors, but it has an elevator, which is fantastic for LA. Are you LA. serious? Yes. And it's out in the valley. Can't say where. But uh, we have an elevator. And the I don't know what the valley age, is. Okay, so how many times you, you have been? I've been, I I've been in LA like a thousand times. Okay. No, I've never been to your house. Now we've never socialized. Have you ever, ever come, actually? 
Have you ever gotten that? Have you ever come into the airport, right? LAX, if you go north on LAX, you go north from LAX, you're going to hit the valley eventually. Okay. The San Fernando Valley. What is it that blocks you? Is it your general geography sense? Or is it living in New York? That's my I think it, Well, I mean, LA is a lot to learn, I feel like. There's a lot but of- But it's easy because everything's out. west. Everything ends at the west. New York's impossible. New York's you got know, a nice grid pattern, dummy. <laughs> yeah, but you see, when I was in New York, I never, all I knew was left, make a left, make a right, make a left. I never knew go north on this, go south well, on that. Do you ever think of that? Uh, I probably don't say north and south a whole lot. I don't know, you, uh, you, but you have a problem that we all know is that you live in the actual city and there's tall buildings. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Am I right about that or am I being ridiculous? I need to move to a, like a podcast farm or something. <laughs> I can't believe you don't have one of those big T3 lines or something <laughs> with all the voiceovers you do. I actually did, do, a do Bob's people, you I did? did a Bob's Burgers with this microphone that I'm using right now. Ah, $39 because microphone. Because they're not going into their studios, right? No. And no. stuff. Wow. Stacked up a bunch of pillows around my how head. Co- how come we, we don't have this career, though? Hey, drive a Mercedes. Drive a Mercedes. It's a great car. It's not just a car. It's a you know, Mercedes. That's where we should be doing. Why Do aren't want- we on Mad Men? Oh, man. That'd be a good show to be on, right? I love that show. I just yeah, spoke I to somebody today who told me that they started watching and they didn't get it. I, 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 to me, that show got me. What's that? They had to me get? at hello. Do they mean they don't get the, the hype or the? They don't enjoy. It. I mean, to me, it's oh. like if you don't love it, like ten minutes in, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was great. Did yeah. you see Better Call Saul? I start. You know, I watched. We watched Breaking Bad in the past. We started watching Better Call Saul, which I loved, but now I have to go back to the beginning again. I hear it's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. I love all the people in it. I love Michael McKean and I love yeah. Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah. Is it even better than Breaking Bad? It's, you can't say uh, that. You can't say that. I don't know that it's better, but it's, it's, it's as good and it's just different. It's different, so I don't end up comparing them, really. Yes. But. It's an actual separate experience now. But you do yeah. agree I have to go back to the beginning, right? Yeah, probably. As an OCD yeah. person, I would. Do you rewind when you watch stuff? Do you rewind it, and if you miss a word? No, this is what you talked about with me, and that's I think you have a in our private I conversation. Think, we I don't want to go. I don't want to reveal private conversations, but I think you might be a little cool, cool, <laughs> a little bit woo. <laughs> might be no, mad. because you have OCD. But the point is, is it? Are you comfortable? Have you? Are you comfortable? Oh, you you have been on medication. I don't know. No, I haven't. Disregard. You haven't been for it. Not for okay. mental health issues, no. Stop saying it like you're making it so people know I have mental health issues. No, I'm just, I'm just putting just a finer honest. point. On, I'm telling you, I'm clarifying something that would have been misinterpreted based of on course. the way you said it. I would like to see you. You know what? I'm not a doctor, but I'd like to try you out in a couple of... <laughs> On 15 milligrams of, uh, of an MAO inhibitor. <laughs> Those are the things that you, every drug says you can't take it with an MAO inhibitor. So I'm going to put you on an MAO inhibitor. You know what I'm saying? Think outside the box. What, um, so did we find out what you did today? You went to therapy today? You had a call? Oh, yeah. I did the Greg Fitzsimmons show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then later tonight, I'm going to record... This is happening every, here's how the quarantine's affected me. I have my own podcast. I think you've heard of it. I've right? heard of it, but I've never been asked to do it. If you could yawn just a I little. I know, I did long, yawn. You know I what I'm saying? Yawn. I yawned right just into the mic. Just a little long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a podcast and it's called Thought Spiral with Josh Elvis. What is that Elvis. about? It's just me and Josh Elvis Weinstein talking to each other for like an hour and a half to two hours. Ooh. Sounds I know, brutal. it's rough. It sounds brutal. <laughs> But um, we do it now by phone. We do it. We do five twenty-minute sessions a week. When we used to go, I used to go. He lives like four blocks away, but I'm not yeah. going anywhere anymore. So do you? Who, do I know him? Yeah, I, I don't know if you do. I think you, Josh Elvis Weinstein. He he wrote for Freaks and Geeks. He was on. He was on the original Mystery Science Theater. 
Okay. But you don't, you're very, you don't like other Jews or I don't know. <laughs> but that, make. but, but that I do that, we do that five days a week and then he edits it down. I don't have to do much with it. Oh, that's nice. And it's on, how often does it come out? Once a week. We have done uh, three years of shows. And here's the thing that's nice about it, Todd. And I don't know why I'm calling you Todd like I'm on some kind of CNN interview. Todd, (laughs) I hope that nobody I know listens to it. That's how I feel about it. I don't want that. I don't want the pressure. Is it self-indulgent? Yes. And it's it's all about my life and and, and all about my, you know, like uh, family passings away. And it's like... To me, it's better because, like, a lot of people, I love, the, I love podcasts. Some people don't even like podcasts. So, what have you? I, uh, I'd rather not be, you know. You got any faves? Feel obligated. What's that? You got any faves that you listen to? Oh yeah, well, I'm just crazy about uh, true crime. Uh, have you? Do you listen to Criminal? Yes, I just told somebody. I just found out about that. Yeah, uh, a couple really of months good. ago. It's unbelievable because Did they you go listen- back. Yeah. Did you hear the one when they? Did you listen to the one where the built the house caught on fire? So they recreated. Yes, unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Yeah, that you was. You thought for sure that that guy yeah. murdered yeah. his whole family. Yeah. And and they recreated the fire. Yeah. And they also uh, who, somebody's spoiler father, alert by the way. Oh, somebody's father. Uh, maybe Bob Odenkirk. Somebody's father was a of a pioneer in the fire. And what causes fires? Because that's the thing. Is like there's a lot of misunderstanding. They used to pin fires on people all the time by claiming these that this was these burns were happening, and now it's all done by science. Like it's a much better field. See, it's fascinating. Yeah, that's so a, a good lot one. of true crime. A lot of true crime. Uh, I mean, I, I I like everything from This American Life yeah, to. That's good. I also like the uh, stuff you should know, guys. I never had gotten into that until recently. Stuff you I've should listened. know. Yeah, I know about it. I don't know if I've listened to that. They're the, really uh, good. Did you listen to uh, Last Scene? That's a good one. No, what's that? It's about a. Uh, are you writing it down? Yes. It's about a uh, an art heist in Boston. <gasps> uh, this one that you might. Li- I'm listening right now to about the dating the dating game serial killer. A guy was on the dating game. Oh really? Yeah, it's unbelievable. You see his What's whole thing. Uh, it is called, it's from Wondery. I'll send it to you. I don't know. I'm bad with names. Yeah, you're not going to send it to me. And I could look for it now and then disconnect no, us no, if no. you want. No, 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 no. We got to, I got to stay on top of this podcast that we're doing as we speak. As we speak. Yeah, that's right. You you can't just talk. You are also, you're operating on many levels. I have to listen. I hate it. How many have you made so far? I don't know, maybe 180 of them. I don't know, man. It's don't crazy. Use, don't use that I have to listen, I hate it as a promo for the podcast. <laughs> as, was I not being easy-go-lucky right there? <laughs> I still can't remember what I mixed up. Easy go, easy come, easy go. Easy, when you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> when you record an album, another album in 20 years, that's your title. Ouch! Right? <laughs> Do you yeah, think... I don't even think I need to. This is it. I feel I feel fulfilled. So you don't leave the house at all? No. And they're talking to me about maybe doing Montreal from the house. Ugh. The speech. No, I mean now I mean it's better than nothing, but it's just so sad. <laughs> Again, I'm not gonna use that as a poll quote. The reason why I'm thinking about doing it is because who knows when this is gonna end and right. I'd like to make some money from home. No, I'm I'm just saying. It's the weird. Idea that, Everything yeah. is weird. Hey, no, we'll get rid of the audience laughing in the room, and uh, you'll yeah. talk into your. I'll talk I into mean, my thing. I didn't mean that as an insult to no. You anyone. did not. I didn't. You're saying exactly. It's like you know the first week they tried to do an uh, audience on Saturday Night Live when they did the home thing. Yeah. You know, with the weekend update, it just doesn't. Yeah. It didn't. You know, it doesn't work. So I think you have to. The way only way for me to make it do it right is knowing that nobody will respond and that normally I'm not happy with the response anyway. So they're going to try to hold the festival or that you think they'll... No, no. They're saying I would be the only uh, thing going on that would like commemorate the festival on that day and then they're going to do it in the fall, the festival. Okay. So they're actually... So I think I'll do it. Are you going to Moon Tower? Moon Tower in October, yeah. 
September. Are you? September. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think but you know, don't you feel like we you you can't say that that's going to happen, right? Don't you no, feel No, I don't like know if it's going to. I was I was about to ask you. What do you think? I, I you know, this is this one is going to be tough. I can't see us all going to festivals in September, but I just don't know. That's you so know? depressing. Yeah, especially since it's a hoax. That's the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> These people are, I guess, are they paid actors? Are, is Alex Jones think, uh, saying they're paid COVID-19 actors? <laughs> that's so crazy, man. That, that people actually believe that you're, that, yeah, you know, that you're not a man if you're wearing a mask. <laughs> right. And they're like, so I, I hope so, though, Todd. I hope so. But I think they're going to maybe it's going to be a vaccine thing, maybe because Fauci's saying he thinks a vaccine will happen before the end of I, the year. Maybe I wonder if I wonder if Fauci's would have said that if he wasn't working for Donald Trump. I don't know. There's never you been a time I mean? period. I, love, I like him quite a bit, but I feel like there right. is a pressure to like, hey, you're scaring them. Hey, maybe don't scare him so much. Yeah, tell him that there could be a vaccine soon. Tell him it's going to be the know. vaccine. Qu- Created quicker than any vaccine in history by yes. four years. Well, some of the things, though, I do hope remain. Like I do, I would like to do eighty percent of all promotion from my house. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily need to do a meet merch table thing, but although, who doesn't love <laughs> a nice? Who doesn't like walking home with that little stack of cash? No, I can't do it. I, I that's what got the the CD out digitally was my said that's I'm not going to think about it. if I do you want to do it later fine but that's what I'm giving up that sweet Todd Barry and you told me you average about two three grand a night on merch <laughs> two five grand five ten grand a night I had Depending a guy on, tell the, me, on the room I had a guy once who tried to do, do my merch and he said something like I could he sort of made it implied that I would make three hundred thousand dollars a year off of merch it's like what do you that's a good pitch. Am I selling no, how cars? Can you, how can you pitch that to a stand-up comic? Yeah. Who knows wow, that it's not going to happen? Wow, so $6,000 a week off of merch. Hmm. And um, how, do you see, how do you see that happening? Oh, just really get your name out there. And <laughs> Do you have anything on the books? Any shows? Only those festivals coming up. I was supposed to go to Lincoln, Nebraska, uh-huh. which I had a fun in this, in this room in Lincoln. Uh, Tada, whatever the heck it's called. Uh, I was supposed to do that in June, but the best news, well, I had second to best news. If my week to report for jury duty had been two weeks sooner, I would have just been written off as having done jury duty, but now I was able to push it off to the end of the year. I don't know if it's the same way in New York, but you can't escape. Wait, why did you, so you're saying if you didn't push it off, you would be done, right? If I, I had pushed it off originally to June 1st. But if I had pushed it off originally to like the middle of this May, then yeah. it would have been like you've done your jury duty. You don't have to. So you fought, it didn't turn out the way you wanted. Oh well, it didn't in the sense that I now scheduled to the end of Thanksgiving. So at least it's way best, out in the future. Yeah, I had the best jury duty experience last time I did it, where they uh, they corral you in that room. And the guy was yeah. super good at his job. He's like been doing it forever, like thirty years, and seemed to be really into doing it. And he, he called, they called the first group of people, and they go in, and we're sitting there, whatever, doing whatever. And he comes out. He's like, uh, "Am I? Not, I think I have some good news for you. Um, just uh, gather your things, send us home." Oh, that's the best. He knew that there was not going to be anything later that yes. day. Six out, six years. That's the last time. Yeah, I've been on three juries, have you? I've been on two goddamn juries. <laughs> I fucking, it's frustrating because I feel like I know people never, who always get out of it. I, people and it's like, who, I've done it three times. They should, they should let you be like you, you did your service. We're done. We should be done, Todd. We've done more. And of course we did it because we're paranoid Jew, Jews who think we're going to get put away if we don't answer yeah. the thing. But still. What, still. um. So you don't leave, you don't go, do you get takeout food? This is the thing. Are you afraid my, of that? My, my wife's more afraid of it than I am. And, but for some reason, we just stopped doing it. So we have made our own meals since like March 12th. Ugh. I know, that's cook? impossible for you. You should know, but you, you get great takeout, then you just put it in the, what do you, how do you feel like you're not going to get the COVID from? I know you're not going to well, get the COVID I, from I've it. been, uh... 
I've been doing research on this because, and it seems the latest uh, way of thinking is it's very unlikely you'll get it from food. Even if someone coughed into your food, you're probably not right. going to get it right. unless you inhale okay. your food into your lungs. But I mean, you wash the container out, you wipe the container, you dump it on your own plate and you're probably fine. Yeah, I think it, you know, it's just a matter of time. It's just a, the other part of it is, oh, why have I spent $18,000 less this year so far? You think so? Oh, well, no, but I, I was a big DoorDash and, you know, I yeah. used all the services and I love order. Why don't you do that tonight? Okay, if Susan's up for it, because we have so many things we've already prepared. We got chicken and capers. Really? That sounds good. <laughs> chicken, capers, and tomatoes. Ugh, mm. tomatoes. Are you anti-tomato? I never, you have, you love food, but then you could be very particular at times, right? I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picky, but not as picky as some people, but picky. I don't like Indian food at all. Really? We probably do. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Because I have a, I have a, a tummy of an older man. Oh, so Did you don't fall? like spicy? No, I, I knocked my uh, computer a little bit. No, you don't like I spicy? <clears throat> it doesn't like me, Todd. It All doesn't right. like me. Why am I? You know what? This is bad for me. Zoom is bad for me because it makes me perform too much. And that's my problem is I'm too Jewish. Yeah, you told me that. Even you told me that early on. <laughs> when, uh, when I first met you, the first time you came to a shoot where you had your shirt balled up in a... Uh, <laughs> In a bag. <laughs> he and said, we, do you have a shirt attached? Yeah, it's right here. I was Pulled just in the street in the fight, though. I was in a street fight. That's why my shirt is. What? I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean? <laughs> my shirt was bald. You just came from a street fight. You have to excuse my appearance. I just came from a street fight. Oh, well, that's cool. Um, what did you mean by the shirt and bone? Well, we've done this joke <laughs> a million times. Uh, that I've told you a million times. I made fun of you for one of the first TV shoots that we did where you literally oh. came in as if you had slept in your shirt and uh, been driven to the stage. And they had to take it and iron it. But you they were didn't, What do you mean rep- they had to? That's part. That's like saying they had to put makeup on you. Like that's I got to make you do. look bad. I got to make you look bad in the was story. Was that the man. show that... What show was that? That's what I can't... That's why I'm Buster's sad. Happy Hour? It was... <laughs> It could have been. I was on Buster's Happy Hour. Were you, so was were, were you on it together? Everyone bombed on that show. Yeah. Yeah, but those are shows that are good for me because everyone bombed. All right. So you you just look like Yeah. no one knows that you always bomb. It's the ice house. Right. It's where the ice house, <laughs> bombing at the ice house where everyone kills because they're doing terrible comedy. That's where I couldn't do it. Did you ever play the say, ice house? I've done it once. It was quite good. Yeah, it's they just, love you. It's set up really. It, yeah. The physical space is kind of perfect. I bomb there a lot. <laughs> Why do you bomb so much? What do you think? Oh, well, no longer because, but no, no, no. I used to bomb, I used to bomb in the 90s because I really would get upset that I wasn't going over well. <laughs> yeah. So then I would get angry. I don't get angry that much anymore on stage. Do you? Um... Lately, in the past, whatever, few years, I try to think of the bigger picture. Right. So if I see someone texting on the left side of the stage. Yes. Rather than stopping my show to deal with it, I'll just turn, angle myself so I don't see them. That's but having very said cool. That, having said that, there are times within the past years where I've stopped my show and said something. Right. Because it just makes me so, it's so rude. But it's been quite a while. The last time... I got very upset a couple of years ago in Montreal when this guy heckled me, but I didn't realize that he was drunk until after the show. And then after the show, I realized I didn't like the feeling of me getting mad. Right. And I could tell it was a little bit like, I, not that you want to get mad, but you want to get off some steam. I know. And then you're always, I always feel like when I do get mad, then I'm like, oh, fuck, there's this weird tension. Right. It is my fault that there is this tension. And then you're just like, God, I hope I have the perfect little ice-breaking moment. And then it, it sucks if you get mad. This doesn't happen a lot. But if you get mad and then you just can't get them back on the same level you yeah, have them. Yeah, it sucks. But then a lot of that was from the 90s. I had a lot of experiences that no matter how I felt about them, they would have still been probably horrible experiences when they started papering the room and like rooms like the Funny Firm where in Hicks first went, it was supposed to be a great club. They were just horror. There were times in clubs that there was nothing I could do to make it not a horrible experience. 
<laughs> That's the Andy Kindler guarantee. Right. This it will be horrible. Plus, I'm still. I don't know about you. I still want more from the crowd than they want to give me. It's like it's an un, It's inhuman sometimes. Now, I've quoted you before, and I even have a mug that says "Give me a nice half-filled room." Right. Did you you saw that mug that I got right? I yes. Yeah, you didn't seem well, too excited about that. Oh, 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 because I didn't understand what was going on. You actually made a mug? No, I went to, I did a show in Corvallis, Oregon. Right. And the bookers or the owners of the venue or the bookers of the venue, they're like, we got you a present. And I opened this box up and it's an Andy Kindler mug with, give me a nice half-filled room. Because it was in my book. Can you show it to me? It's in your book? Yeah. I read your book. Yeah. That's in your book? I believe it is in what my book. What is the yeah. matter with me? I don't think it's in your book. But it is in my book. That's how they found it. That's how they knew I said it. Oh, 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 it's from your book, but the mug wasn't in your book. No, no, dummy. I'm such a dummy. I'm so you're stupid. stupid. Why can't man. I? See, because <laughs> my father told me I was stupid. No, you're saying they, they found the joke from there. Yeah. And they ma- can you send yeah. me, uh, can I find that on your Instagram? I'm on Instagram now. You are. I think I, think I found you the you. other day. I wasn't sure if it was you or not. Yeah, it's Andy Kindler Superstar. But oh. I will. Now, I would like to see that mug, and now I feel bad for not getting it, that that would be a very cool thing and that you should send me and make 10 right. copies of. I'll find Right? I'll find it. I had a picture of it somewhere. But, but you know, the first person who I got that from, that kind of sentiment from, was a comic named Barry Nykrug, who was a hilarious comic from the East Coast. And when I first started comedy, 1984... 85, I was at the Variety Arts Center downtown, and the crowd was, like, hot, and I'm looking through the curtains, and I said, hey, Barry, it's a hot crowd. And he goes, I hate a hot crowd. Really? Yeah, and I didn't understand what he meant then, but then very quickly I realized, you, you know what that's like on, like, a shooting stars in Yonkers or a midnight room on a Saturday. You know, they're well, all I mean, it depends on what up. you mean by a hot, car, a cra- hot crowd, I guess. Right, well, he was saying, he was making it, like, it, just in general, his system couldn't take it. <laughs> you know what I do notice? That sometimes if the act before me is an act that I don't care for and they walk off complaining about the crowd, I'm like, oh, this might be good. Yes, that's true, too. Anything can help. And definitely a bad <laughs> set before you will give you a leg up even in the worst room. <laughs> right. But I'm a killer act, so I've never had a bad sense. You don't have – no. This is something that we talk about as a in hypothetical. A <laughs> the hypothetical. What, You're like um, Seinfeld in the 80s. Seinfeld, it's always the – it's never – it's always your fault, never the crowd. What do you – are you doing any, any other projects besides your podcast? I might uh, – I love this comedian, Megan Keister. And we are thinking about doing like an Instagram show once a week where we just – complain kind of like a complain about show business type thing but uh other than that i have no specific plans how about you um well i'm actually i'm doing a zoom crowd work show oh that's going to be good yeah are you making are you telling me that there's money making you're moving with money making plans i i am yeah this is the first time i've done it but uh that's really so i should start pitching sitcoms like it's a business that's on Zoom. And It'd be like doing what I'm doing right now, only getting paid for it. <laughs> I'm giving a look like I thought I was going to get paid for this. <laughs> and I'm I pay people to, when I do live podcasts. I pay people. I pay people well. So how's that supposed to make me feel? I'm not what? in a live podcast right now. I'm not getting paid. I'll do your podcast for free. You know what? We don't have. It's not about that, with me and you. I, I you call me anytime I'm right there for you and it's the stakes are never high for me <laughs> how's, how's this chicken prepared is it is it roasted uh, well uh, it's put in a like in a big frying pan so that we kind of cook cook the breasts and then add the other ingredients lovingly first we cook some shallots oh I like shallots and then we add uh these particular tomatoes that we love. Why do you get a... What? Why don't you like tomatoes? you have a thing? I don't know. They just... The texture and the smell. And 
Oh, well, then you would hate this dish. You must hate pizza then. I love pizza. Oh. I, don't like, I don't like lumpy, chunky tomatoes. So, like, if you saw chunky tomatoes, you wouldn't like one of those, gore, gore, with, quote, gourmet pies. Right? Right. No, I like a smooth sauce. That's, that used to be your porn name, I heard. Oh, <laughs> uh, the uh, where can people get this album? It's uh, I'm oh, on, on a, iTunes. You can get them on iTunes, but you can and you can also go to a special thing records. If you want to get oh, it right from shit. the website, I'll get more money that way. But anywhere you normally get your things, you can get it. Hence, wow. the humor. Wow, Andy, I I feel like I ended our podcast. Maybe before I was ready to, but let me you think if I have, have any to. more questions. Well, that's also another way to, I mean, why belabor, I always say, why belabor it? Yeah, you're right. We've done Leave them time. wanting more. <laughs> do you, uh, <laughs> what would you do if this, if everything was lifted? What would be the first thing you would do? Oh, I, you know, the first thing I, I, I really do miss sushi, eating sushi at a sushi bar. Yeah. Like without any thinking you're going to get sick or die. Uh, yeah. That would be great. That okay. is the kind of thing. It's like you cannot enjoy that at home. You could order it in, but you really miss that experience. What if you found that I was a really good sushi chef and that's, I, I make it at home? <laughs> I, that is, I would be very surprised to find out. I don't like tomatoes, guy, but I like, I like making my own sushi. Well, that the guy who did a bit about that he's not going to be wok frying at home because you oh can order the greatest Chinese food. All right, man, all right, all right. To, all right, man, I don't do about, Why do you get mad with, I'm allowed to bring up older material of yours. That's not a crime. Uh, you could do, do your own podcast about my material. That's true. You're in charge. I'm sorry, sir. Andy, uh, the album's called Hence the Humor. I bet Thank it's you. funny. I should listen. I'll listen to it on Spotify. It'll make... <laughs> If, so I listen to it if I listen to it 5,000 times, you'll make, I think, 12 cents. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Oh, oh, I get it. It's based on the amount of times you listen to the same comedy CD. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, anything well, else you want to plug? No, I want to thank you for having me on. And uh, it's been a long time. It's been like four years, maybe, or two years, or uh, who knows. I know. I haven't had a lot of people on twice. You were on, I was, I remember your refrigerator. We were worried about your refrigerator making noise. Oh, yeah, those were the, those those were the, the days. days. And we had coffee beforehand. You always treat me to coffee. Do I? Okay. Yeah. I, how many cups a day are you having? No, I, that, that's a question I want to ask before we say goodbye. How many? Does I your doctor say you should? How do you do that with your blood pressure? My blood pressure is under control, so it doesn't matter. I, t I drink probably two to three cups a day. And I, but I take Adderall. So I take Adderall is what keeps me focused. How do you take and Adderall with high blood pressure medicine? It doesn't affect my high blood pressure. I mean, my blood pressure is under control. So You must be just fucking flying, man. You got like 80 different drugs in you. <laughs> I still believe caffeine and they're finding it out more and more is very, very good for you. I think it is good for you. Yeah. Anti-Parkinson's. It's very good. Um, all right, Andy. Well, thank well, that was you. Late. Thanks for doing this. I'm glad you. I'm sorry. No, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you did it. <laughs> what are you going to do tonight? Are you going to watch a movie? I'm going to watch a movie. No, I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to do the, my own podcast, and then I'm going to collapse in a heap, like a like a desperate Jew, looking for soup. <laughs> I never had a good closer, but that'll do, right? <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Andy. I love you, Todd. Thank you so much. See you later, man. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. There you go, folks. Andy Kinder. I hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed talking to him. I always do. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Starburns Audio. Go to starburns.audio to... Uh, Look at their, all their podcasts. I know I drifted for a second. This podcast is engineered and mixed and edited. I know it's complicated by Jessica Gutierrez. Produced by Christy Coffey. Is that right? She's the producer, right? And Jason Smith. And I, there might be other people who work for them, but that's uh, 
That's who's getting named. And we'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Starbanks Audio, a podcast network.